From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, Wednesday, the 12th of December, 2018. Strasbourg, France has become the latest location of a terrorist attack on Tuesday, which has killed at least four people and wounded 12 others. The suspect opened fire in downtown Strasbourg on Orfev Street around 8 p.m. local time. This according to a report by Fox News, which also reported that the gunman is known to police and has a criminal record. At least a portion of the shooting took place at or around a Christmas market in the city, according to France 24, the European Parliament, which was holding its plenary session before the winter holidays, also went on lockdown with MEPs told to stay inside. The Associated Press reports that the prosecutor in Paris said that they are investigating the shooting as a murder in connection to a terrorist enterprise, although the investigation has now been taken over by the Paris counter terrorism police, no word of press time of a defined motive or further details into the whereabouts of the suspect. Krispy Kreme is bringing back its popular $1 for a dozen donut promotion today only. Dubbed the Day of the Dozens, Krispy Kreme will offer anyone who buys a dozen donuts at the regular price the chance to purchase a second dozen of original glazed donuts for just $1. The nationwide chain typically only offers the sweet discount once a year on its birthday in July, but this year it will also offer it a second time on Wednesday, today, which coincides with 1212. This according to Los Angeles' KTLA Channel 5, although the deal is reportedly valid at any and all Krispy Kreme locations. Just be prepared for a longer than usual line. In 1962, a brand new mystery spy thriller series debuted in the United Kingdom on ITV and rocketed into almost immediate success. The Saint starred British actor Roger Moore as Simon Templar, the character created by author Leslie Charteris in the 1920s. Templar in each episode helped those whom conventional agencies were powerless or unwilling to assist or protect, often using methods that skirted or felt just outside the letter of the law. The chief inspector in the show, Claude Eustace Teal, also considered a nominal nemesis, considered Templar a common criminal for his actions, but would often grudgingly tolerate them for what would be called the greater good. Interestingly, prior to the show's release, Roger Moore had himself tried to buy the production rights to the Saint books, and was delighted to finally be able to play the part. The Saint TV show began as a straightforward mystery series, but over the years adopted more secret agent and fantasy style plots. It also made a well-publicized switch from black and white to color production midway through its run. As the show grew in popularity, US network NBC also picked up the show as a summer replacement in its evening schedule. The Saint also proved popular beyond the UK and the US, eventually airing in over 60 countries 
series. And with almost 120 episodes, the program is exceeded only by The Avengers, as the most productive show of its genre produced in the United Kingdom. The early episodes are distinguished by Roger Moore himself, speaking directly to the audience in character at the start of every episode. However, with the switch to color, this was replaced by simple narration. Templar's car, when it appeared, was a white Volvo P1800, and the model is still often referred to as the Saint's car. The show ran until 1969, but dating all the way back to 1938, numerous films have been produced in the United States, France, and Australia, as well based to varying degrees upon the Saint, including early adaptations from 1939 starring George Sanders, The Saint's Vacation starring Hugh Sinclair in 1941, even a 1997 movie was filmed starring Val Kilmer. But it's Roger Moore to this day that still comes to mind for most when anyone mentions The Saint. <laughs> Romans 6 we read without a shadow of a doubt that the wages of sin is death, and Romans 3 states unequivocally that all have sinned. The conclusion to these two truths is that we must all die because of our sins. But a third truth changes everything. The perfect Son of God, even though he never sinned, went to the cross. He died the death that we deserved, and he conquered death by rising from the dead and consequently freed us from the penalty of sin by his grace through our faith in him. And Hebrews 1 tells us that once he had made purification of sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Hebrews 7 tells us that Christ does not need daily, like those high priests, to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people, because this he did once for all when he offered up himself. In the Old Testament, we read that the priests of Israel needed to make incessant sacrifices under the law, but Jesus made only one and it was perfect, thus fulfilling the law as we read in Matthew 5 when Jesus himself foretold of his mission here on earth to fully and forever pay for our sins, which destined us for certain death, something that the Old Testament sacrifices could never do. What a wonderful gift of grace to us as sinners who believe in Jesus Christ, removing us from the bondage of the law which was impossible to keep perfectly, nor did it contain the ability to forgive us of our sins, but instead God gave us the perfect Savior Christ to redeem us from that helpless state as he said his own blood for our souls. And when his atonement was complete, Christ sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, as we read in Hebrews 1, making note of a very important act of finality. In the Old Testament, the priests never sat down. They were too busy constantly offering up sacrifices in accordance to the law. They never stopped. But Jesus 
totally fulfilled the requirements and needs for those incessant offerings through his crucifixion and resurrection. And then, as the devotional book Drawing Near so aptly puts it, Jesus went to the Father and sat down. What the Old Testament sacrifices could not accomplish, Christ did for all time. It was finished. Romans 8 tells us that now Christ Jesus is he who died, yes, rather who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. May we never forget what Jesus accomplished for us, that he paid the price for all the debts, debts which we could never, through any means of our own, even begin to repay. And may we ever be thankful both for this and for all that he still does for us. As we read in 1 John 1, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. May we as Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ, never cease to spread this wonderful news to others, sharing the knowledge of the rescue from sin and certain death, and being enemies of the one true God, to the elevation for those who believe to be called friends of God. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.